Uh, greetings, folks, and welcome to episode 83 of the Boring Lives of Interesting People podcast. I'm Daniel. And I'm Katie, Lady Lamy's case with the K Mesmero, the 28th. <laughs> How old am I? Wait, uh, my birthday's in three months, right? So I'm sure. 28 still. Uh, 28th PhD, aka the new little KJD Esquire. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Just throw those on at the end. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll, I'll edit them in and post. I probably okay. won't. Uh, <laughs> it's funny that we just cannot... Well, I, I know how old I am. That You cannot just hold on to your age. It, do you, I just don't care. Do you think it'll change when you hit 30? I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe I'll just have like a, a quarter-life crisis. God, I hope I have Are you going to be 120? <laughs> Sick. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> if you're like 110, that's that's probably rough. Yeah, I don't really want to live that old, but if I can maintain, like, if I can go back and have my 20-year-old body and then maintain that until I'm 120, then sure, I'd be happy. But, you know, feeling like I am right now, I don't want to age anymore. So, you, so you want to de-age 100, or not 100, uh, 10 years and then <laughs> not age again for 100 years and then just drop dead. Or just never age. Yeah, yeah that's fine. I, I can just drop dead at 120 if I still <laughs> have, like, a 20-year-old body. Just, like, on your birthday, you're just like, ah, oh, shit, I know it's coming. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a microwave finishing. Yeah, I'm, I, I'd be fine with that. Wouldn't Why, you be fine with that? <laughs> uh, if I know it's coming, I'm going to stress the whole time. But if it's just, like, a switch, that's fine. Then I oh, don't know I the feel, switch. I feel like if you got to the age of 120, you'd be fucking tired as shit. And even if you had the body of a 20-year-old, I think you'd just be done just by then. It, yeah. like, you know what? <laughs> I'm ready. Maybe. <laughs> oh, God. So how have you been? I you staying safe and healthy? And Yeah. So, I mean, that's all anyone can think about right now. It's cr- I actually start <laughs> I start working from home tomorrow. Okay. Uh, and that's that'll be fun, I guess. I imagine I will run out of things to do by... Eight o'clock, and then <laughs> I will just be alone with my my drum machines and my guitars, and that'll be at least two weeks of my life. And you know, go for runs, and if ever I see a person, run as far away as I can from them. And yep, that'll be life. How how's a, how are things down in your neck of the woods? Good, actually. Yes. Um, surprisingly, and I expect it's going to change soon, but. For the time being, I really like L.A. And I know that that is weird and everybody has told me I'm going to hate it. And like L.A. is just like the most awful place in the world. And Dan still hates it, even though we're here. And (laughs) despite my constant talking it up. um, But I actually really enjoy it. It's extremely chaotic and dangerous and weird. And like, I don't know. There's just something about it that makes me feel better (laughs) i i don't really know how to explain it so like we come from a very small town where nothing fucking happened and it was boring as shit every single day there was nothing to do and like so 
all I did was stay in my house and made it worse. But like I would I would go on the computer and, you know, like try to occupy my time. I don't even have to do that here because I could literally walk outside and get more mental stimulation just by like observing people doing things because we live in Hollywood. Right. So you just walk out the door and there's some fucking dude with a goat walking down the street. <laughs> so like, damn, that's, that's living. <laughs> well, I wouldn't necessarily say it's living, but <laughs> um, it's, there's just something different about it. Maybe it's just because I have never lived actually in in a city because like I lived in San Francisco but it was in like a sleepy part of town right so like it was just all the bad parts about it where it was like sirens every night and like it was still dangerous but there wasn't anything interesting happening and all that kind of stuff but like I don't know just being in San Diego versus being here I'm like I would never ever want to live outside of a city again two things on that one I actually really (laughs) like LA uh, every time okay. I've been there, I've had a good time adventuring, doing touristy things. I, you know, I, I wonder if I could live there for as much as I hate driving there, but I could probably get by with just being able to have a lot of inter- interesting shit to do. Two, you bury the lead and you moved. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, I moved. <laughs> um, I do want to address that first point, though. Um, I think... As long as you're living in a place where you can walk to all of your essentials, you'll be fine. But the instant you have to drive anywhere, it becomes a big fucking problem. Yeah. Like, it just adds so much stress to living in the area. So I completely understand people who have, like, gotten into that situation and therefore hate L.A. But where we live is fucking perfect. Cool. So, I don't know. Anyway. Okay, yes. So I moved. Um, we moved at the end of July. July. No, January. It's, it has not been that long. <laughs> one of the J months. <laughs> and um the whole so it took about well, it took a really long time. So they were supposed to arrive at ten in the morning on the thirty first. Who's they? Uh our movers. Okay. We hired movers and it was goddamn expensive. Um, but necessary as <laughs> as you will come to find out. So they were supposed to arrive at 10. They didn't get there until about noon, almost one o'clock because of traffic. And it took them about three to four hours to actually finish. I had left at about one to go to Ontario, which is like an hour and a half drive out of the way just to go to my bank um, because they don't have one except for in downtown. And downtown's bank closes at one reopens it too but google doesn't actually say that properly so like i was looking on the google maps thing and it just says that it closes at one and i was like what the fuck what kind of bank closes at one okay i guess i'll just drive an hour and a half out of the way instead of actually looking at the bank's website anyway that was stupid as shit but um so i did that i came back i got uh to our apartment complex and checked in i don't really know what the process is called if if you're like living at a place but I'm just going to call it checking in. Sure, I checked me. in, got all my stuff. We did our walkthrough, whatever. They didn't arrive until fucking seven or eight. So I was freaking out. I was like, look, because they closed the dock, the loading dock um, for us to all move in. Because it's like, you know, an actual building building. It's not like um, a set of buildings. Uh, uh, it's kind of city like, I guess. This is. What do you call? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I don't know what I'm trying to say. 
it's like a city building. Okay. That makes me sound like such a fucking like, sure. farm girl, but whatever. You got a big old ba- building in a big city. Y'all yeah. got indoor indoor plumbing. <laughs> indoor plumbing, and we have a fucking elevator. It's they so got, exciting. They got these globes that you flick, a, you poke a button on the wall, and they ignite. The little fireflies it's inside. It's so crazy. And then all of a sudden, you're on a different floor. It's like <laughs> fucking magic. Anyway. Devil's uh, work. Okay. <laughs> so it, they, by the time that they were going to arrive, which did end up being like seven or eight, they were going. the loading dock was going to be closed. So I was like, okay, so what can we do? Um, and they were like, well, you know, we could make a, an exception. And it's like this really big fucking deal and blah, 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 blah. But you guys can park your car or park the moving truck or whatever on the back street and they can move everything up after hours. And it was like this big old thing. And like, I had to stand out there for the four to five hours that it took them to unload the vehicle. So we didn't end up getting done by until like one. Um, but I was like talking with the security out there and like making sure that people didn't like run into the truck and steal shit. And like, there were creepy people just like hanging around cause it's fucking Hollywood. Right. So <laughs> I witnessed like this guy stalking these women. <laughs> it was really weird. Anyway, Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good, like welcome. Right. Um, but uh, so they moved everything in and it ended up costing us $1,700 fucking dollars. Um, on top of the fact that we had to pay like a whole month's rent. Cause like for, um, for deposit. Cause a lot of places that we've been looking, like they have like maybe $500 deposits. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it was just, it was a lot. It was very expensive and whatever. So we ended up moving in. Everything was Okay. Uh, the place is awesome. Like, I really love the place that we live, but it was just a fucking nightmare trying to get all of that sorted out. And, like, it was very expensive, so we were both very up in arms about every little thing. <laughs> so <laughs> we needed a little time to decompress. But um, And also, I think they were smoking on the way up because, like, all of our shit smelled like smoke for about a month after we moved. So that was nice. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I enjoy this place so much more because we actually have like working water and working appliances. You're starting to sound like that farm girl again. I am. <laughs> <laughs> but the place we lived in was really shitty. Actually, they contacted me recently. So I, I don't actually know if I sh- I'm not going to go into a lot of detail on this but they sent us notice after their um 21 days that they were going to charge us beyond our um our security deposit uh for repairs that they were going to make even though that it was damage done to the apartment before we moved in and stuff that we signed off on as being damaged at the time of moving in move in so Jeez. I've been trying to draft oh it's the fucking worst and they like Thankfully, I asked for like an itemized thing, even though they're required by law to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's the fucking worst. And now I have this like eight paragraph long email that I'm trying to draft and like make pretty and perfect so that like because they're probably going to try and pull us into po- a small claims court because there's no fucking way I'm paying <laughs> for all that shit. I don't know. It's just a big fucking mess and I hate them and I want them to go away. But anyway, yeah. 
the only other thing that I have on the move, um, aside from random shit that I'm sure is going to come out, is Jet hates elevators. <laughs> oh, yeah, that seems right. <laughs> He's still scared of them, even though we've been living here for like a month and a half. He just like... He shuts down when he gets in the elevator, and he's, like, so excited when it opens. <laughs> are, are stairs an option, or are you guys, like, 30 floors up? We are six floors up. So not that bad, but still. Um, I don't know. I've become extremely lazy since moving here. So <laughs> Typical Hollywood. <laughs> it's, okay. Whatever look, that I, means. <laughs> it would be fine, but we have, like... You basically have to work out your pathing, because there's, like, five homeless camps... In, in very specific areas. So it kind of feels like you're in a video game and there's like blockades. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I don't know. It's it's a really different experience and I think that's probably why I like it. I'm sure once I get used to it, I'll fucking hate it. But <laughs> You became jaded to all the guys with goats and she's like, oh, here comes Goat Gary again. Oh, I guess. That was fun to say. I don't know. It just... <laughs> So that is my, I guess, L.A. adventure. Oh, that's your life now, the L.A. life. It's a life, except neither of us fucking leave home. Like, <laughs> even before the quarantine. Like, we're not on quarantine. We're not infected. But, right. um, <laughs> like, I was working from home, basically, the entire time, except for appearances. And now I don't even have to go to appearances. I can just do everything telephonically. So I don't have to leave my house ever. <laughs> And Dan doesn't. <laughs> how, how is that for you? Because I think it's I think awesome. you and I are, are differently wired in that I'm going to lose my mind and go stir crazy by lunchtime tomorrow. And uh, I'm trying it's to... It's harder to get work done. Yeah, I could see that. You're trying to what? I'm just trying to... Well, I, I guess part of my thing is... I Like, my work stuff, even when I'm at the office, like... I'm able to sort of space it out throughout the day, but if I'm going to be here, I have this like weird, I don't know, like uh feeling of obligation to like actually like hunker down and work. And I'm going to probably knock out an entire days in like an hour and just be like, fuck, am I just like done now? <laughs> so, Dude, that's so much better. I don't know. What you're I know. About. I don't, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> that's the, I don't see. That's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm oddly freaked out about not having work to do while working at home. And also, I don't have Animal Crossing yet, so what the fuck am I going to do for the next four or five days? Friday. Play Rune Factory. Play what? Rune, Rune Factory. Yeah, we'll see. Just look at it and buy <laughs> it and play it, okay? <laughs> look at it, buy it, play it. That's really aggressive advertising, I have to say. <laughs> You're like a Mountain Dew right now. Look at it, buy it, play it, enjoy it, do the do. Rune, was it Factory? Factory 4, yeah. 4. Ugh, do I have to play Rune Factories 1 through 3? No. No, okay, good. All these I people, don't even... All these people huh? have pointy hair. Yes! <laughs> I Whatever. I don't know. Ah, this looks like a Pokemon. <laughs> it's not a Pokemon. Why uh, not? <laughs> it's like a farming game. So it's like... Did you ever get into Stardew Valley? Mm-mm. It was suggested to okay. me based on my love of Animal Crossing, and then I was just like, why don't I just play Animal Crossing? Well, actually, I would probably, particularly because of the price, I would I would suggest you play Stardew Valley first. Yeah. And, like, 
look, it's only a couple more days. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to commit to any of these for that long. So, let's see, we got Target as the on the Switch for 14.99, but you know, that's a whole. Well, I could just do a it drop off or pickup thing and be fine. Well, it's just a code anyway. I don't think they have a physical fo- copy, do they? Oh, probably. I don't know. I just did a Google search on it, and it, it just listed the price. So you're probably right. It's likely a code. So just get it on the store. You don't even have to leave your house. Yeah. Um, But it'll keep you occupied. It's a fun game, and it doesn't have animation in it, so. <laughs> I like that you caught the pointy hair thing. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's a problem that people have with the games that I love. Whatever. <laughs> I like they. It's their their problem they have, not your problem. That's that's actually a really good way to look at it. It's not your problem. <laughs> We're discriminatory. You're welcoming of things that look like like fairies and whatnot, whether they should or not. Wow. <laughs> I don't mean like. I mean like the flying kind. No, they I know what like you meant. Elven. It's still discriminatory and rude. I'm just saying. Goku looks like a little elven man, too. No, he does. He, he Goku does. is really fucking tall. Comparative to the rest of the people. Yeah, he's tall. Because he's, anyway. he's part gorilla man. <laughs> That's true. That doesn't make him tall. Gorillas are short. Only because they're hunched they, over. If they stand up, they get tall. I don't think they're taller than me, though. If they stand up, yeah. You're like nine feet tall. No, they're not. No, you are. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm creating a uh, theater of mind for the listeners that you're a giant. That's okay. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so what have you done? You said you haven't done much. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, we just... Just haven't. We've had a st- lot of stuff that we were planning to do, which you know it's all up in the air now. Um, but like I've gone to exactly two shows since we last spoke. I saw uh, Murder by Death on their 20th anniversary tour, which was really cool. And then I saw Intronaut on Monday, which, oops, um, that was cool. I met up with a friend who I used to run into all the prog shows I went to in the Bay, and he and I caught up, and it was just kind of like a both, yeah, well. Everything's scary. Let's watch some bands. Good. <laughs> um, so I checked out Intrana and Emma, Emma Ruth Rundle. They were both really good. And uh, then I was supposed to go to a show tonight or last night that was canceled, justifiably. But that band was uh, Umphreys McGee, and they did this thing where um, they're like, "Sorry, it didn't go our, the way we wanted either." So we record and, and like film all of our shows anyway and put them out online so for this weekend the night we would be playing these cities we're going to release like live sets from the past that took place in those cities that's cool so the oakland night i was going to they put out one from 2018 that i actually watched this morning like while i was doing some writing and it was really cool and they did the same for san diego and la and you know i mean if more bands do that sort of stuff and put like a donate button i think they'll that's a that's a wise choice. Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah, because like all of the conventions are getting canceled. So I like, saw that. That's crazy. Yeah, so small artists are gonna have much harder time making rent. I don't know. It's gonna be it might be good for Dan though because everybody's gonna be stuck in their homes and getting bored of Netflix. <laughs> that's true. I was thinking like because my boss he said like 
So you're going to be working from home. You probably have a lot more downtime between emails. I recommend watching the show Flash Gordon. Because <laughs> he made some reference to it. And I was like, dude, all I know about Flash Gordon is the song Flash by Queen. And he started singing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Flash, ah, master of the universe. And that's, I, I don't know anything else beyond that. I was like, can I just watch season three of Daredevil? Because my wife doesn't want to. <laughs> So I might, awesome. I might get caught up on that. And I'm open to recommendations from you and listeners. What should uh, Down at Home Daniel watched in his... Uh... Down at Home Daniel. What should I, I watch during <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> my quarantine? I don't know. I haven't, honestly. Have you? Okay. okay. Wait. Okay. My Wait. things that I've seen. Uh, Birds of Prey, which I don't think will be out by the time that... Well, you know what? Who knows? People are speculating that June's going to be the worst month. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, they're 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 pushing up release dates for a bunch of shit to go streaming because people are at home alone. So, like mm-hmm. they did for Frozen, and I want to say the latest Star Wars. So maybe they'll do that too. It's not a bad That'd idea. Be cool. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So Birds of Prey is very good. Uh. But well, you know what? It's it's pretty fun. Like, cause. Wait, hold on. You're in the Marvel camp, right? I'm not as in far a, as the movies go. I'm not in a camp. Oh, you're <laughs> I, not. Okay. I am in a. I have a, a long-standing um, habit of just not seeing DC movies and only seeing Marvel because I started seeing them. So, <laughs> sure. I, I guess I'm technically in the Marvel camp, but I'm also not really a fan of what I've been seeing. I just feel obligated. <laughs> okay. Well. Um... Then I guess it doesn't matter for you, but I mean, I I know that a lot of people don't like to go see DC movies because they're gritty and shit. But uh, Birds of Prey is is very fun and like upbeat, and it doesn't have the usual, um, I guess, slow storytelling device that a lot of uh, DC movies have. So I think I think it's enjoyable for fans of either um, camp. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Do I have to have seen whatever else? Suicide Squad? Yeah. No. Cool. God, I no. I don't Please see never that. watch Suicide Squad. Great. Because, <laughs> like, I don't want to. So they reference everything you need to know about it, and it's literally, like, they basically just erase Jared Leto's character. So it's good. Cool. Yep. Um, but, yeah, there's... You don't need to know anything about it, and you can just go watch it and have fun. Uh, and then also, I watched A Marriage Story... Um, and holy shit, is that shit depressing? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what all I've heard about it. <laughs> it's very good, uh, but if, you know, if you're in the mood for something happy, don't watch it. Fair. <laughs> uh, I would still recommend seeing it. I just don't e- I can't even give you an emotion that you should have going into it. So it's just one of those, <laughs> like, I want to do something challenging. There. You know what? That's the emotion. <laughs> Okay, I, I've seen a couple movies like that, and the one that really stuck out for me was this movie called Amour. It was a, a French movie I had to watch for some film class, and it's about this old couple. And the movie starts with the the wife of the the like elderly couple who has a stroke, and then it's just like two hours of the guy trying to help her and it being really hard. And that's just like what the movie is. That sounds awful. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay, well, was, it's not quite that bad. That was challenging. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Um, but yeah, so those are my recommendations, okay. listeners. 
the five of you. <laughs> if you have anything, please let Daniel know. Please. Actually, and me, even though I won't have any time because I already work from home and there's going to be absolutely no downtime. <laughs> uh, I guess I might make exceptions. Nice. Um, I saw two films. I, I feel like others, but the ones that we saw in theaters, um, we were oddly like supportive of the whole like repainting of Sonic. So we wanted to go like <laughs> help. And that was a, a dumb, fun movie. Um, All right. That's what I've heard. Yeah. I think like Ben Schwartz playing Sonic, the character of Sonic's is like annoying little kid, but that's my own beef I always have with kids in movies. And Jim Carrey was a lot of fun as Eggman slash Robotnik. And uh, there'll probably be a sequel, and I'll check it out. <laughs> You're just pulling your hair out. Years of suggesting movies to me, and I'm like, I like Sonic. <laughs> no, I mean, I've heard it's not bad. I just, I never gave a shit about Sonic, and so, like... That's, like, my one of my earliest memories, playing Sonic 2. So, and they... they touch on like references to the old games and you know nostalgia Aww. nostalgia sells so i'm like oh i know of that that's cute okay thumbs up uh i i think also people just had the lowest expectations you could have after they released the first one so it's probably got that bump going for it yeah that's true and then we saw uh last weekend we saw onward the new pixar movie oh yeah how's and that it's a fun adventure movie um i i th i didn't cry like you're supposed to at pixar movies <laughs> But Katie's okay. Katie's theory was it's because I'm an only child and it's a very sibling heavy like story. Mm. So I I think like if you have someone who's super close to you or a sibling of that sort of or you know someone close to you of that ilk, you'll probably get affected by it. But I was like, I see why this is supposed to be sad, but I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have connections with people, so fuck you. Exactly. I feel it. I feel like I understand. the rest of you should enjoy this for what it is. I understand why you're sad. Enjoy your sadness. <laughs> I will enjoy this popcorn. Which makes right. me sound like a monster, but I mean, Inside, no. Inside Out made me cry because it's about a, a only child who moves and has a hard time with it. Well, that was me. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't think you're a monster, but I'm also an only child, so. <laughs> we're, and we're all monsters anyway. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so I went to Cabo. Yeah, I, I wanted to find a way to get there because I have questions. One is what? <laughs> so our attorney retreat and uh, has always been our attorney retreat, apparently, is uh, we all go to Cabo. There were 20 fucking one of us. <laughs> I have a question uh, already. Yes. Why? Yes. What is an attorney retreat and why is it, why is it Cabo, I guess? So an attorney retreat is basically like a team building thing. A lot of a lot of them are supposed to be we go to a fun place and then for like two or three hours out of the day, each day, we discuss something work related. I was told by the partners who are about to retire that they had at one point tried to implement that and it was just a pain in the ass. So they just stopped and now all they do is drink and eat and get massages and that's all we fucking did um Sick. it was kind of great <laughs> so basically we were supposed to be in these hotels that were down by the water it's like okay so this whole place is just giant resort on the very tip of cabo um and 
we were supposed to be in these hotel rooms that were like suites, I guess. And we all, we all kind of would have had our own bed anyway. But because of some weddings that were going on, we got kicked up to some villas. <laughs> so our 21 group party was pushed out into eight different villas. Each of us all had our own room. They were two stories what the <laughs> hell? I know. We each had our own pools and our own jacuzzis. Not like each person, but like each villa had their own. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we had room service. Um, we, they basically had to force all of us to come out and like spend time with the rest of the firm because like we could just hang out in our own places and just do fucking nothing. Um, it was kind of great, and I drank enough that they stopped bugging me about it. Uh, you got peer I, pressured? Uh, it wasn't peer pressure, really. It was... It was, I have become comfortable enough drinking that I just figured if I had a drink in my hand, they wouldn't bother me. And then one of the guys is like a tequila aficionado and so there's a different word for I, that I, but okay uh <laughs> well right right anyway um at one point they had bought shots for everybody and i was like i'm not taking the shot and they were like okay well just get a sipper and i was like okay whatever i'm not taking the shot and so <laughs> they brought out a, a flu the champagne flute 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 uh, yes we used, i thought you said flu i'm like i don't know what this is i have, I have another question already <laughs> But flute, yes. <laughs> flute. Um, so that I could sip it. And like, it actually tasted good. And I hate the taste of alcohol. And I didn't feel drunk at fucking all. So over the course of this particular day, I had three tequila sodas, uh, which is literally just tequila and then like like a half of a, um, a, a red cup of tequila. And then like the other half is just club soda. Um, so I had three of those over the course of the day. And then I had, um, <laughs> one of those pre-made, uh, strawberry daiquiris. So I don't know how much rum was in that. And then I had, uh, a margarita, but it was one of the big ones at dinner. And then I had that shot and then we had left... <laughs> Where I wasn't feeling anything. We had left and we were walking around like the streets of Cabo. And we went to this place called Slim's, which is apparently the smallest bar in the world or something. I'm looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we all took shots there. And I was like, I was feeling fine. So I was like, okay, whatever. I'll just do it because I don't want to be sipping and we're not going to be here for a while. So I took the shot and it was fucking awful. Like I'm clearly never taking a shot again because it just tasted like ass. Uh, but it was like their special brand of tequila or something. Um, but I was not quiet about my non enjoyment <laughs> of it. <laughs> anyway, um, so I took the shot. They were all like, oh, yay, congrats. You're one of the team now. And I was like, okay, great. I don't have to drink anymore. We then went to Cabo Wabo, which... I, actually, you, you may have heard of it. I know uh, of it. It's Sammy Hagar. Yes. Um, so we got in there and we got like a private little booth area. And um, they brought out a whole bunch of tequila and vodka. 
And um, so I had another tequila soda. And I was just really fucking bored at that point. I was like, okay, I want to go home because nothing's going to happen. It's just a whole bunch of 40-year-olds dancing like idiots. And like as fun as that is to watch, it's it gets old really quick. I can see that. So Josh, one of the other attorneys, was like, okay, I'm leaving because I'm bored. All right, do you want to come with me? And I was like, yep, okay. So we left. Uh, we talked about Twitch for a little bit on the way home. Uh, I got dropped off. As soon as I fucking got in the house, I felt rancid. <laughs> like, it was like an instant fucking hangover. And it was awful. I I did as quick as I could get into bed and just, like, pass the fuck out. And I slept for, like, 10, 11 hours. And, yeah, that was probably the drunkest I've ever been. But it wasn't even drunk, so... Yeah, when you skip to the hangover, that's that's a bad time. I've, I've had that happen. <laughs> that's why I don't like day drinking. Like, yeah. I, I have a friend that likes, likes the idea of going, like, brewery hopping. And breweries are open on the weekends, like, during the day. Because most of them kind of close early. And it just sounds exhausting to have several beers over a course of a while and then just be like drunk by three and then fuck. <laughs> <laughs> There's a truck coming that's going to hit me and I don't want that. <laughs> so I found uh, Slim's website and <laughs> I, I thought it's it's funny because they have house rules that are there. And uh, one of the rules I thought was funny was number four, no biting, fish hooking, eye gouging, or body odors. Oh, and then number six is anyone conducting business in this bar will be thrown out, arrested, and charged two months rent. So I don't know exactly what sort of business they mean, but that's pretty gnarly. Yeah, it's probably just their weird, fun way of being like, haha, you're going to have fun here. Seriousness isn't allowed. They have four stools? How many people did you go with? Mm, 21. It was all of us. Oh, okay. Or is it just like a line of your crew outside? Yeah, we were like double stacked. We weren't outside. We were all inside the bar. Um, Seems like a fire hazard, but I don't know. Oh, it absolutely was. <laughs> and I mean, um, if anyone's going to call it out, it's going to be a room for all the lawyers. But. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, after I had left, they apparently went to this place called Coco Bongo. And it's like, it's new, I think. They had never been there before. And it a disco or something and it was basically like Cirque du Soleil but they had a whole bunch of homage performances to um, movies and they had like Mad Max and they had like 300 and it made me really upset because I was like oh I actually would have enjoyed this but at the same time I felt like such fucking shit after I got home <laughs> that I would not have been okay <laughs> I would not have enjoyed it so it's fine anyway the next morning, we got massages, and I had, I think, been drinking uh, before that, so I was slightly buzzed. Um, and it was just kind of pleasant to get a massage when you're buzzed. But anyway, the whole, like, massage experience at that place was awesome. So you, like, walk in, and it's just, like, super low light, and they have, like, this little um, uh, sand garden uh, and like these big rocks and it's just like really pretty and they're like here would you like some strawberry water and I'm like fuck yeah <laughs> I have a drink in my hand um, and then they had like these really nice weighted robes I don't know if you've ever worn a weighted robe but they're just like I don't know they feel good but I'm one of those weird people who likes to have weight on me so like 
in in the summertime i can't just have like a sheet i have to have all of my blankets and therefore sweat like a motherfucker but um yeah it was really nice and then the massage itself was was nice um I, th- I think I have contentions with Swedish massage, but I'm not quite sure yet. I haven't had enough massages to know. It just kind of makes me uncomfortable that they're all exactly the same. Like, they all do it in exactly the same way. I have no idea why that is, but I'm, I'm coming to terms with it, and I will update you accordingly. <laughs> um, I didn't know there was a name for that. Now I'm looking at it, and... Oh, cool. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I don't know. I think it's just, like, massages have become standardized. Or they always were, and I'm just not privy to it because I'm a poor bitch. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, so then after the massage was done, we all, it was me and the other two girls who were on the trip. And uh, we met up in the like locker room where we all got changed. And they were like, oh, we can now ju- do jacuzzi and sauna. And I was like, what? What, what are you talking about? And um, so we went and we got in a sauna and it was really fucking hot and then the jacuzzi basically looked very reminiscent to the underwater pool at the playboy mansion not under not underwater the Uh, the the, grotto yeah the grotto it was pretty fucking fancy and it was great um i felt extremely relaxed like i've never felt that relaxed after my one other massage in my entire life um (laughs) uh but it was very good and then Yeah, I don't know. I had it all outlined, like what we had done, and now I'm I've just forgotten because I've been so upset with work and trying to make my hours. But anyway, um, that was pretty much the trip. Uh, have you ever been to Mexico before? Nope, it was my first time, okay. and actually, I do have a two-second story on that. All right. When we had landed, um, apparently. There were so many people landing at exactly the same time that when we went through customs, it was like it wrapped around the entire like, I don't know, gymnasium size room, uh, like back and forth. And there were just like hundreds of people and like so many of them were coughing. And it was like it was right around the time that the coronavirus was starting to amp up and just like it hadn't become quite as bad as it is now, but it was still kind of like don't. Ew, get away. Like, why? <laughs> like, this is such a health hazard. Um, and it took us about an hour and a half to actually get through that line and through that room. Um, and yeah, that was really unpleasant. Although they were advertising for the Cabo Film Festival, and I did get to see Adam Driver on a giant screen in the room, so it was okay. <laughs> did you see a film, or was this an ad for that? It was an ad for that. So it was just him on the on whatever color carpet they had um i don't know why him specifically i guess because he's so hot right now what? in the words of mugatu <laughs> what film was this i don't know what film it was but he had apparently attended the cabo film festival at some point and that was just like a snippet of him on their pre-show stuff that they were showing it, as an advertisement for the Cabo film for well tourism in Cabo, I guess. Of course, when I think Cabo, <laughs> I think Darth, Darth Vader. Too. Right, right. No, he's been in so many things. How dare you? I know, I know. I actually first saw him in uh, Inside Lewin Davis, and just didn't connect that. Oh yeah, I've been told I really need to see that. 
should write it down. It, it's a good, like, kind of slow musical indie movie. He does a lot of indie movies. Yeah. This one actually also has uh, the other guy. Fuck. Oscar Isaac. The other guy. Oh, yes. I think that's actually why I was told to see it, because it has both of them. <laughs> um... It's just Adam Driver's character, and it's so silly. Also, Justin Timberlake's in it, of course. The Holy Trinity right there. I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think it might be everything. I don't know. Oh, our new attorney can really fucking drink. Like, I don't think there's there was ever a point. Like, everybody else I had seen get really smashed and drunk and weird, right? Even, like, the old guys. They weren't drinking that much, but the new guy, he just like constantly was putting down alcohol and just was acting like nothing was wrong. I think he's a robot. It was really weird. I've never been around somebody who can drink that much and be completely unaffected. Those people scare me. Like, cause I, I, I feel it after like a beer and a half. So when I see people who are just gallons and gallons and gallons, I just, I don't understand. Like, they, <laughs> it like, makes me really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my, uh, Cabo adventure. Nice. Um, yeah. I've only been to Mexico one time and it was just on the other side of the border of Arizona. And I went with my parents, my uncle, and I got a wallet, which, uh, cool. Uh, it was like a, a fancy like leather wallet that had an eagle on it. I decided <laughs> I needed a wallet and that's what I got. But, um, we stopped in like one store and every place was bartering and, it made me learn I get really stressed out about bartering. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one guy wanted to sell my uncle a shot glass. And they couldn't agree on a price because my uncle was just like really lowballing him. And it pissed off the guy. And he started following us to other stores trying to get him to buy the shot glass from him rather than these other guys had the exact same shot glass. Yikes. And I think he event- eventually did buy it from the guy for around what he wanted for it. But I, was, I just <laughs> thought it was crazy. This guy was like stalking us. It didn't seem like it was worth anybody's time, but it eventually worked out for my uncle, I suppose. Yeah. And that's been my, that's my one experience in Mexico. That sounds kind of awful. <laughs> oh, and my, uh, my uncle and dad bought some tequila with a worm in it. Cause they heard that was a thing. Yeah. It's like a, a, a luck <laughs> thing, I believe. I don't know. I honestly don't know, but I probably wouldn't drink it although i think it's just a grain worm isn't it uh yeah it's it's like it's like an earthworm it's like a little thing with like mouth and legs that makes it sound so much grosser than i think it actually is well sorry (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm sorry wait though a a worm with legs let me hold on hold on i'm gonna find one (laughs) Don't some worms so, have legs? <laughs> the only experience I have with that is there was a show on Comedy Central where there was like this guy who was drinking that tequila. It was like the Mexican episode or something. And he got to the bottom of the bottle and he was like depressed because that's why he was drinking. And he started talking to the worm in the bottle. And I can't for the life of me oh, fucking shit. remember where the what, show is. What was that? <sighs> And I want to say this guy isn't has been in movies recently, but I think I'm just putting his face on that guy. I don't know, but it was around the same time that Strangers with Candy was on. I'm sorry I sent you a picture of a worm. <laughs> Does that have like? 
<laughs> Does that have legs? Um, Worm. I can't see the chat. Where is the chat? Chat? Oh, like actually to my phone. Yeah, textual message. Sorry. Okay. Textual. Uh, tequila worm. I mean, that doesn't look like... With a little black nubbin, so those not... I think that's those are legs, and I think that makes it a caterpillar. Okay, well, that's a caterpillar worm. <laughs> <laughs> Decided. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what that show is, and now I really fucking want to know. So I just looked up Tequila Worm Comedy Central, and what came up was a stand-up special by Jim Brewer, which I don't think that's it. No, that's so. not it. No, because it was like an actual show show, and it, it kind of had the same presentation as like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, but it was obviously not. <laughs> oh, shit. What was that? Man. You know what? Here. Comedy Central. <laughs> the 90s, right? Probably. Late 90s, yeah. Um, this is not something we should... This is not good material. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> while you do that, I guess, uh, if I ask... Do you remember a few episodes back when I did one of those things called a hypothetical question? Yes. So yes. I, I pulled out one of those at random, and I think it's a pretty good one, since I don't have anything to bring to this episode. <laughs> I have this card. So the question is, and I hate these kind of questions, but I picked it randomly, so here we go. You are forced to give up one of your five senses, smell, sight, taste, touch, or hearing. Thank you, card, for that. However, you may choose to compensate for the loss by means of synesthesia. For example, if you decide to give up your sense of sight, you may choose to smell colors instead. Or if you give up hearing, you might opt to taste music. If you give up taste, you may choose to replace the sensation by feeling flavors. Basically, whatever your sense uh, you reject would be reflected through an alternate medium. Which of your senses would you surrender and how would you replace it? Um... I mean, okay, so my answer to the question of going blind or going deaf is always going deaf. Ooh, my, I'm opposite. If I go deaf, I'm yeah. probably going to kill myself. <laughs> I know, but, like, I don't do sound stuff, so I just don't give a shit. I understand. <laughs> However. But you can the... give up tasting and touch or smelling things. Also. Definitely not touch. Yeah. I might give up smell. If you give up smell or taste, you are also giving up part of the other one. Because they interact a um, lot. All right. Unless I loophole this and I give up smell, but then I choose to taste smells. <laughs> <laughs> Bam, well, did I mean, it. That, that, that is how synesthesia would work. So, yeah, that's the um, actual answer. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I don't actually think you want that though, because then, I mean, you already do, but like for poop and shit, like <laughs> poop and shit, poop and shit. <laughs> um, I think it's weird. Cause like on the card, it specifically says you can smell colors, but like you would, yeah, that, that's how, that's how synesthesia works. No, it's... I, I know that, but I just mean, couldn't you also smell like a car that drives by? I mean, yeah, but that actually produces an odor. But the color of the car. <laughs> <laughs> or like the windows are clear. I don't know. I don't know, man. It just kind of seems like you're getting a superpower. 
But anyway, I think I would probably... If I had to answer without us working that out logically, mm-hmm. it would be I would give up sound, and I just kind of want to know how synesthesia would work with sound. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That'd be interesting. <laughs> so I think that show is the Def du- Jeff Dunham show. <laughs> oh. <unfortunately. laughs> so that would not um, be 90s then. Yeah. Uh, I... I don't know, but it's it's not showing up in the synopses, but I, I feel like that's right. That seems like some like I don't know, the old man would be drinking and then just like start talking to a worm and he starts doing a worm puppet. He was no, it's his Jose Jalapeno thing. Oh, also, yeah, I forget about that. Yeah, I do too. I really fucking hate him. <laughs> but uh God, anyway, it's really not important, but that is my guess for what the fuck that show that was. What the fuck that show that was? Um, yeah, what the fuck else did I do? I think that might be it, well, actually. Do you have any interesting case that you learned about on your drunken Cabo adventure, or anything you want to teach us? Um, <laughs> Should we ditch this segment? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was going to talk about Copa because I was supposed to do a talk on that like two weeks ago, um, but Copa? my mentor Copa Cabana. Actually... No, not Copa Cabana. Copa, the Children's Online Privacy and something act. Sure. Uh, privacy and protections? Protection? I don't know. Uh, basically, we were going to speak about it in the context of like YouTubers and streamers and how they are held on held accountable for up to forty five thousand dollars per instance of a child watching their stuff if their stuff contains if no well if their broadcast retrieves identifying information <laughs> from the child, even though they have absolutely no control over that. What? Yeah, it's kind of fucked How up. How would that happen? Um, so basically, if... I, I actually don't know how the prosecution would happen. It would have to be something like the attorney general would have to basically attack you for collecting children's information without parental consent. Um, so the way that YouTube has kind of counteracted this or has like prepared um, for this kind of thing is they've designated videos as made for children, which means that there's no there's no advertisement of the video, so people can't find it unless they're looking for it. There's no comments on the video and there's no way to interact with the video. Um, so, you know how, like, well, maybe you know how, like, there were, like, a couple of children who were making a ton of fucking money just, like, unboxing games and, like, toys and shit? I know of this, yes. <laughs> so I think those would be designated as made for children, and they wouldn't be advertised. So it's affecting, like, profit margins on certain videos and certain content creators, um, just based on the fact that they are technically in violation of this act. And I don't know. So it would have to be like the government going and suing you for collecting this information, even though you didn't affirmatively do that. Okay. I'm still a little confused, but I trust you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's how it works. I don't know how to prevent it, to be quite honest. It, it seems like it's 
it's like something like you have to disclose that you are making something for children or like if you aren't, you have to be very explicit in this is not intended for children. Children should not be watching this, et cetera, et cetera. And I think it's like for any any minor under the age of 13, which is why all those websites have um, those uh, consent things that like you are over the age of 13 when you sign up for an account because mm-hmm. they don't want to be held accountable under under COPA. And I think COPA was created in like 1998 or something. So I think it's just something that we have all grown up with and something that we just take for granted at this point. All right. So yeah, cool. don't make content apparently. <laughs> don't make content. Got it. Uh, Farbe metal and Blipcast are not for children. There. Did we cover our asses just now? <laughs> I think so. Sick. You know, we have like um, any option to say that it's explicit. Cause I think that might help. Uh, I think iTunes, I do cuss a lot. iTunes or <laughs> Bl- or Podbean does it itself. Okay. Cause I don't remember if I ever put an E next or the explicit thing when I signed us up, but we got one and Farbian metal also has one, but okay, I also had a, the word fuck in a title of a Farbian metal episode. So <laughs> the band was called fucked and bound. They're pretty good. All right. They yeah. do. They do. Uh, that's not children friendly. <laughs> well, they do. Uh, yeah, they're pretty cool. Uh, this is not my recommendation, but I do recommend them. They do. Uh, feminist hardcore yeah. that's awesome yeah they're cool um but my recommendation for this episode is actually this uh album that came out on friday that i kind of sta- can't, can't stop listening to and it is the flaming lips and this band called deep valley or depth valley it's d-e-a-p they uh flaming lips of course are like a long-running psychedelic band and let's say deep valley is this duo of they might be sisters i could be wrong about that but they uh, collaborated together on a project aptly titled Deep Lips. And it's, is it just called Deep Lips? Yep, just called Deep Lips. <laughs> and it's just like a mix of their two things. Like on their own, Deep Valley do kind of like fuzzy, uh, like kind of hard rock stuff. Like, well, not hard rock, but like uh, bluesy stuff like Black Keys would do. And when they're like filtered through the flaming lips and vice versa, it creates this like really unique, strange sound, and it's a really good album. And I recommend Deep Lips. All right. All right. <laughs> so is that our episode? I believe so. So oh, yes. So this is completely fucking off the wall, but because you had talked about it, I feel like I can share. Yeah. Um, okay. I have unintentionally started uh, weaning myself off of um, antiperspirant, and. <laughs> I'm just wondering, cool. how long does it take for the smell to go away? Oh. holy shit. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I just might live with it and I don't notice anymore. Oh, Because I, I don't use antiperspirant, but I still use deodorant without the like aluminum badness stuff in it. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't just cake it on, I guess. <laughs> Keep on Well, pot- see, I'm, like, I'm not using anything because I'm like, I guess... I noticed that I didn't do it, and then I was like, oh, you know what, fuck it. I don't have to leave the house, right? So I'll just smell like shit. And so I'm, like, trying to completely detox myself, even though I'm probably just going to go right back to it when I have to leave the house. Um, But, uh, yeah, like, I will go 30 minutes out of the shower, and I will just, like, stink to high fucking heaven. I don't understand. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I will (laughs) – I'll go for a run, come home, shower, and then I usually won't put it on until the morning, and I don't – I don't think I have that issue. I haven't had any complaints. The cats don't look at me funny, so. Um, I mean, yeah, like the cat and dog don't seem to mind at all, and it makes me feel weird. I'm like, what? 
Maybe you're just a smelly unicorn, you know. Maybe. We all have our superpowers and <laughs> I'm I'm melt man and I have the power to melt because I just, you know, sweat when I see sunlight, so <laughs> it's not good. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that that's it though. Okay, okay I'm done. <laughs> All right, well, if you'd like to speak with us, you may do so by heading to nope, uh, emailing <laughs> blipcast at gmail dot com. We're on Facebook dot com slash blipcast, blipcast on Twitter. I'm at Ovacore. She's at Lady Laumies. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>